0: Luke chapter 11. And in Luke chapter 11, I'll begin reading in verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, Lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you for every one that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be opened If a son ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank You for Your Word today. I thank You that... You hear our voices. You know our hearts. You hear us when we pray. Whether we speak audibly or just from the heart. You even hear our thoughts in prayer. You know our needs. We praise your holy name. God, I'm thankful that we could gather here in your house today. I thank you for the believers that have said in their hearts, I... I want to be in God's house today, and they're here. I thank you for those that have come and, and visiting and, and also returned. We're also thankful, dear God, for those that are with us online. We know that there are, uh, there are others out there that would like to be here but cannot, uh, due to health reasons and such. And, and Father, you know. Lord, we look to you once again. We thank you for the wonderful teaching of the Word of God already, both for the children and adults in the Sunday school hour, that your Word has gone forth. We thank you that we have this blessed book to tell us about your Son, about the way to heaven, about how to live life while we wait the return of Christ. I thank you for all that you've given us, dear God. And I pray for the filling of your Spirit, uh, preaching and teaching this message this morning. Fill, my dear wife, with your spirit, relaying the message and sign. Be with Sister Stephanie, I think, in the nursery and help her there as well. Uh, Fill with thy spirit, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. We began last week. Uh, looking at the school of prayer, and we're learning about uh, praying uh, and, uh, from the Lord Jesus. Uh, we saw uh, last week, uh, we learned about the, uh, about the grade school of prayer, and uh, we saw how that uh, we desperately need to be in the discipline of daily prayer. So in that uh, first uh, part of the message last week, uh, we were exhorted to the discipline of prayer. Uh, Last week, uh, we moved quickly through our education process, and we went from grade school to high school as well uh, in in the message. And we saw that in the high school of prayer that uh, we need to learn to pray in the will of God. Uh, And so... uh, 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 We were enlightened concerning the direction of prayer. Uh, We learned that uh, God wants us to learn about the things that we ought to be praying for that are according to His will. And then today we're going to look uh, at, uh, at thirdly, uh, it'll be point number three in this message that is being extended out, the school of prayer. Point number three, the college of prayer. We're going to look at the college of prayer. Now, uh, in this parable, uh, we have three friends. We're going to number them today. Friend number one comes to the house of friend number two late at night. Friend number two Has no bread to give, friend number one. Friend number two goes to friend number three's house. Finally gets some bread and goes back home. So we have those three friends that we're dealing with uh, in part of the message here here, uh, this morning. Uh, This is a parable that Jesus, the, the portion of the friends there, is a parable, the friend borrowing the loaves. It is a, con- is a parable of contrast. It is designed to make it obvious that God gives in a greater way than man gives. Uh, in the college of prayer, it is the nature of the Father uh, that inspires our confidence to prayer. When we learn how good God is, And how wonderful God is. The more we learn about that in the college of prayer. We learn about his heart. We might say in the college of prayer. We become enamored with the devotion of our provider. When we learn of who he is. And his great love for us. And all that he has for us. We want to come to him in prayer. And in effect we learn who God is. That will in effect drive us to prayer. And that is what we would pray for uh, regarding the message this morning. We find uh, part of the teaching in the parable of the friends. Now, uh, it's interesting to note in a parable, we understand Excuse me. that in a parable, a parable is a story that helps us understand truth. Parables generally only have one main point parables have a main one main point that they're trying to emphasize one main truth that truth is revealed here in the end of the passage in verse thirteen. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to uh, them that ask him. <laughs> uh, the whole point of that parable and the teachings following it the conclusion at the end how great is God I mean if uh, even a a human being who by the way again not popular teaching as Jesus says here a human being is evil by nature human being even a human being who is evil by nature uh, the father will give good things to the son (laughs) and God says how much more shall I give in verse 13 by the way who is holy and who in his nature is good and love and righteousness it ought to encourage us uh, to pray We ought to be encouraged to pray Uh, if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father will he give him a stone Uh, if he ask an egg will he give him a scorpion verse 12 there you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give? And so it's, it's a comparison there. Uh, it's, it's, it's a comparison, rather, by contrast. Uh, Luke eleven five 5 through 8, we see an earthly relationship between a man and his friends. In Luke 9 through 13, we see a heavenly relationship between God and his children. In both cases, a request is made, and the need is granted. Uh, the man did eventually get the bread that he needed, and Jesus said, "What? Ask, and you shall receive. Knock, it shall be opened. Uh, you know, seek, ye shall find." So, so we see the need, the needs granted. The point of the parable is one: God is uh, God because of His divine nature and power is a far greater and more gracious giver than any human being. <laughs> And that certainly ought to drive uh, us, uh, us to prayer as we learn the difference between man's giving and God's giving. As we study the details of this parable, it becomes obvious that God is a much greater giver in every way. Jesus said here in verse 13, he says, If ye then, being evil. He's already revealed to us some of the evil of our nature in the parable He's just taught. So He's uh, actually building upon that, what we can learn from that parable. And keeping with the point of the fact that God is good, man is evil. Man is evil by nature, God is good. We can look at some of the evils of man in His giving in the parable of the friends and uh, and learn about that uh, we learn about God we can begin to pray in confidence so we have point number three the college of prayer and uh, is uh, our third uh, uh, or a second message but our third point here and we'll have some uh, learned things to learn under uh, this point we see uh, first of all we can pray to God in confidence because God, God gives From a pure heart. God gives from a pure heart. Uh, You see the friend in the parable. uh, Well look at verse 8. Jesus says in Luke 11. I say unto you. Though he will not rise. And give him because he is his friend. Yet because of his importunity. He will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Friend number three was not going to get up and give friend number two bread just because he was his friend. But friend number two kept knocking. Friend number two wasn't going away. And the Bible says because of his... He's not going to give him the bread just because he's his friend, but because of his importunity, what's he mean? His shamelessness. Friend number two, shamelessness. Friend number three is in bed with his children. It's midnight. And he's rapping on the door. I need some bread. No shame. I mean, this is not a good time to be knocking on somebody's door for a piece for for a loaf of bread, okay? Uh, But because he's apparently shameless about this, you know, friend number three, this guy's not going away and so he really gives out of you know out of well I guess I'm going to have to do it kind of motive he gave only because that friend was shameless wouldn't leave him alone is the reason that he gave that that bread and uh, so we see some of the evils of man uh, you know uh, represented here Uh, what are some other evils we might see in the nature of man well we look at friend number one's on a journey and uh he winds up getting to friend number two's house at midnight. Anybody ever have have a visitor come around you know, around midnight to your house? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very good time to drop in and say say hello to your friend, even you know, even if you you do know him well, you know. Oh, well, what happened? Now, I don't know. Maybe. Uh Maybe he came so late because you know his his donkey broke down on the way i don't know triple <laughs> A was three hours getting there you know uh, that, that's happened before okay and uh but he gets there late now, friend number two, maybe he thought he'd get here earlier and we'll go out to dinner uh. Maybe you thought, well, he's running late now. Surely he's going to eat before he gets here. He finds out, no. Friend number one hadn't eaten yet. And friend number one apparently wants some bread. So he deems it urgent enough to go to friend number three's house. My question would be did friend number one really need that bread? It's already midnight. All he's gotta do is go to bed and get up and you'll you'll have breakfast and you can get something. Was it really necessary that friend number was it so you know so compelled? I'm you you need to feed me. I don't know those culture, in the culture it was very important that you were kind to strangers and stuff, even that visited, and and it was uh it was a thing of integrity to care for those that come. So maybe friend number two was you know so bold that I, would, I wouldn't want to be known as someone who didn't give my friend bread. Friend number one, bread, when he came and visited me, I'll just go to friend number three's house in the middle of the night with his kid sleeping in bed and get some bread from him. Everybody will know what, what a great person I am because I, gave bread, I, I, I managed to get bread for friend number one. Remember, the point of the parable is what? Teaching out how man is evil by nature and God is good. This is the whole thing he's trying to teach. There's all kinds of things. When you first read that story, there's all kinds of things that are strange here, aren't there? And at face value, it doesn't seem like a good, uh, a good scenario. A guy coming in the middle of the night to one guy's house. He goes to, in the middle of the night to his other friend's house. He, he's wanting him to go away. It sounds like there's some troubling things there, and I, and, and I think uh, we're supposed to consider that. Since the point of the parable is, 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 the, is God's goodness in in comparison to man's goodness even man's goodness has faults and flaws and we certainly see uh, granted there was some good things done there wasn't there Uh, friend number two eventually got some bread for friend number one and friend number three eventually gave that bread to friend number two we see some good things happening but we don't really see what maybe some good timing or good motives around all of it right that's kind of the way that people work the best we can do is often far shorter than what obviously what god is and who god is so friend number one he gave because of his importunity uh importunity there he's got this friend demanding that bread and uh you know sometimes we give we give out a give out of a trouble me not heart you know uh brother Dennis, in his lesson was talking about you know if a missionary goes to start a church and and uh how, how the apostle paul did when they started some churches uh he at first they didn't even they didn't take up offerings uh they would just what they would uh paul worked uh, uh for, for for his income and so uh they didn't uh, churches begin to uh they didn't require money from those new believers until what the church got going got founded and that was a great and great and gracious thing and uh uh and uh you know some you know, brother Dennis was talking about you know what what would a people think if some missionary came into their land and the first thing right off he started preaching now you need to give 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 you know and uh hounding them, i think is the word he used, about giving well, they'd probably think you're after 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 their money by the way, if you're hounding them about giving, you probably are <laughs> Amen? and uh uh but giving out of a out of a good heart, you see, friend. Gave, the friend gave. Friend number three gave because of friend number two's importunity. Friend number two wouldn't go away. But what we what? But what do we learn about God? God gives from a heart of love. God gives uh, uh, from from a heart of love, and we know that. John three sixteen. For God what so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, This man considered his friend's request a trouble and an inconvenience. He said in his heart, go away. Don't ask. Don't bother me, is what he said in his heart. What did God say? Well, we know through the word, through the through the lips of Jesus Christ, through the word of God, Luke eleven nine, and I say unto you what? Ask. What's our God say? Don't go away. Come, come. Ask. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. You see, with people. And, and our giving there are inconvenient times we do have to sleep but you know what God doesn't with God there is no inconvenient time nor ever will, they, will, will there be that's how much greater you see by the way friend number one came to friend uh, well I'm getting ahead of myself there are no importune times. God's always awake. He's always ready to hear and to answer our prayers. Uh, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. When he says, ask, and it shall be given you. These are in the present tense. In other words, keep on. Don't stop praying. Prayer should be a regular part of our lives. <laughs> Daily prayer we learned last week. And even multiple times during the day times to to pray for a long season times to throw up short prayers times to fast and pray it ought to be through it ought to be throughout our lives woven into our lives this thing of prayer philippians 4 6 be careful for nothing don't and that that means overly concerned burdened worried be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. You need to be, to, to go to God in prayer. Casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. 1 Peter 5.7 Take your burden to the Lord. What? And leave it there. We sing. Amen. Our Lord. He gives uh, from, from a heart of love. <coughs> Whereas in the words of the parable the the friend that did gave only gave what? because the other friend was bothering him (laughs) because of the importunity of the the other friend so much greater is God's giving friend number three said go away God says what? come just come and keep asking come right ask seek and knock friend number three said quit asking quit seeking and quit knocking is basically what he said and God is so much greater than ours what else we see we see that God gives uh, from, a, from a plentiful uh, hand. God gives from a plentiful hand. As we look at this uh, uh, parable here, uh, <clears throat> first of all, the, that the first friend had nothing to give. Remember when, he, when uh, or the second friend, remember when friend number one came to the door? Friend number two had nothing. He didn't, uh, he didn't have anything. Uh, he came to his friend. He had no provisions for him. He had to wait a while for, for, for friend number two to go to friend number three's house. <laughs> before he could get uh, uh, that, that, that piece of bread. And I got good news for you. God gives from a plentiful hand. He's never lacking. There's never an inconvenient time. He commands us, not just puts up with it or allows us, commands us to be coming continually. And He always has what we need. I think about David when he wanted to build a temple. For God, he was told that it was he had done well in his heart that he wanted to do that. But God wanted Solomon, David's son, to build the temple. So David, uh, as he sought God, the Spirit led him. Well, you can begin to provide for the temple. You won't do the building of it, but it's going to take a lot of materials. So David began to gather materials for the building of the temple gold and silver and great stones of marble and all kinds of precious jewels and metals and just stockpiled it so that when Solomon took over in his reign he could use all that to build the temple and the people saw, saw David's giving and they followed David's giving and by the way they gave with a willing heart they gave uh, willingly by the way God loved the cheerful giver amen? That's, that's what the Bible says and uh, about that account in first chronicles twenty nine nine we read, "The people rejoiced for that they offered willingly, because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Did you get that? God owns, He made this creation. It's His, everything. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee And praise thy glorious name. But who am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. All that we gave, God, you gave it to us first, (laughs) it's yours. Uh we're just uh we're just giving back a portion of what you've given us. God has it all, he owns it all. The cattle on a thousand hills, the wealth in every mine, the scripture says. He owns it all. And by the way, that's just the temporal riches speaking of there. The greater riches uh are are, are the best ones, and he certainly uh is 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 the is the dispenser and distributor of those. Amen. <laughs> And he has all that we need in spiritual things, which why he says he says here uh, uh, shall not shall not your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him. He has spiritual things for us uh, that are better than temporal things. He can supply all of our needs. Philippians four nineteen. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? You see. God won't have to run down the street <laughs> uh, and knock on somebody's door uh, uh, in order so He can answer your prayer and meet your need. How much greater it is to come to a God who wants to hear us ask? who wouldn't want us to go away? Who wants us to come off, and by the way, he's ready to, to dispense all that would be what for our good and His glory? How much greater is He than we? God gives from a plentiful hand. He gives from a plentiful hand. He's a source of all provision. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And then finally, we can pray to God in confidence because God gives from a paternal heart. God gives from a paternal heart. Luke uh, 11, verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? He says... Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? No. Even a person evil by nature wouldn't do that. And God is our Father if you're born again, if you're a Christian. He's your Father. You say, well, how... I thought all people were the children of God. Well, it started out that way when there was two people, Adam and Eve. And, of course, we read that they sinned in the garden. They chose to sin against God. And uh, what happened? Sin came into the world. And the the Bible says your sins and iniquities have separated between you and your God. That separated us from God so that Jesus Christ could say to the spiritual leaders, ye are of your father the devil. That's what happened. And the Bible says, uh, also, among whom we all had our conversations. We were all dead in trespasses and sins. But what? We were all children of wrath by nature, the Bible says. But we can become children of God For you all, the children of God, through faith in Christ Jesus, Galatians tells us. All you have to do is recognize we're a sinner. Recognize the wages of sin is death. Recognize that it includes a spiritual death. The Bible says death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. We recognize that. Then the Spirit convicts uh, of that sin of our predicament that we, and also that we have sinned against a, a glorious and wonderful loving God and in our hearts we turn from that sin and we call out to God for forgiveness and salvation believing in the death burial and resurrection of his perfect son Jesus Christ as the only price the moment we do that what happens God gives us eternal life he gives us the Holy Spirit he comes to live in your heart and we can be thankful for that. God gives from a paternal heart. You see. In the parable of the friend. The friend was just a friend. But he had his kids in bed with him. You see that was part of, part of the culture. Many times they would sleep in one, one, one large room and such. And they were more important. They were first. He was caring for those children. Now, why don't you uh, go away? My kids are in bed with me. Now, it probably wasn't too wise because I'm sure after the, after the yelling match back and forth and the pounding of the road, well, I'm sure the kids were awake anyway, okay? And uh, no doubt about that. So, once again, our, our human frailties there and, and, uh, and uh, 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 lack of good uh, in comparison to God. you think about it, friend number three was kind of the most normal one of the, of the, of the three. <laughs> he, was, he was normal. But see, Jesus said, if ye being evil. And when he said that, he included friend number three. You say, well, how really was friend number three? How was he evil? That seemed kind of normal to me. I'd probably be a really little upset, so I'm going to rap it on my door and, and wake everybody. Yeah, 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 but that's because we're we're humans, eh? You see, God does good and gives even to those who are unworthy, and even to those who are obnoxious, doesn't He? By the way. You and I enjoyed the enjoyed the clearing of the smoke and the sunshine uh, given to us by God. And you know who else who else enjoyed it? Some people that hate God. He did that for them too. God provides, you know, water. I'm always amazed at at, at the water at, at the water cycle that God has set up. So the world keeps on, turn, you know, and, and and the water keeps coming. We need that water to live. And you know what? He provided that for the good and the evil, didn't he? You see, God's giving and God's goodness goes beyond ours. Yeah, it's not human for friend number three to wake up and say, Oh, my friend's here. Well, kids, just wait a minute. There must be a great need. So I'm, I'm going to give them some bread and see if I can help them out here, just see what's going on. See, that's not natural. <laughs> we might be able to do that if we listen to the Holy Spirit though, and when, that, when that case comes, you know, probably having a shouting match and, being a little nice and waking up your kids anyway probably wasn't the way to go, okay but God gives from a, from a paternal heart uh, you see, God uh, wants all his children to come to him, you say, well, what about those that aren't his children he wants them to become his children amen uh, that's the first thing he wants for him. God is not willing, what? That any should perish, but that all should, what? Come to repentance. I want you all to turn to me, God says. By the way, if you ask, I'll give you my Holy Spirit. <laughs> if you come and, uh, through the channel he has uh, defined in his Bible, through faith in the Son of God who's died for your sins and risen again, God gives from a, 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 a paternal heart. Uh, <clears throat> Romans eight fifteen says, Ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, we are God's children. When you're born again, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Because God is our Father, we have a greater liberty to ask than the friend in the parable. Friend number two is only a friend. Friend number three, friend number three's children were in bed with him, and they could come and ask uh, with more liberty, uh, with uh, with uh, than than the friend outside the door. Uh, we think about friend number two also. Friend number two asked as an equal. Friend number two said in Luke eleven five, he says to friend number three, friend lend me three loaves lend me three loaves you know I'm good for it I've helped you out I'll help you out again in the future perhaps we'll have a deal you know some people think God works that way God, if I do this and you should bless, let's talk about this. I'll go to church so long and I'm, I'm going to expect you know, uh, the, the, this raise that I'm looking for, that new car that I was looking at. you know, And uh, God, let, let, let's wheel and deal here. It doesn't work that way, folks. <laughs> you see, God knows when we come to Him, we are needy. We don't have any deals to make. We can't pay Him back. Anything. we can't pay him back any. matter of fact Jesus said when ye have done all say what I am an unprofitable servant I have done that which is my duty to do that's the best that we can do just what we're supposed to do once you're born again God's not our debtor and we can't pay him back but thankfully he is such a giving God He we sing that song out of his infinite what Riches in Jesus he giveth, and giveth, and giveth again. Think about this, that great gift that he gave in his son, Jesus Christ. We understand the scriptures actually teach that God gave himself. John chapter 1 says that God became a man. It says that the Word was made flesh, and uh, the Word was with God, the Word was God. John 1 1, the Word was made flesh, dwelt among us. John 1 14, we beheld His glory. The glory as, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God actually became a man. That's how much He loved us. Now you think about this. And, and, and I say this. In, 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 in respect if we would picture any of us ourselves as God being not in a body may, having made the universe uh, omnipotent omniscient omnipresent who's going to hurt that God nobody nobody but then our God makes man of course then the angels and everything else and he makes a creation that can hurt him how? we break his heart uh, when we don't listen because he loves us he knows what's best for us you see, when you have a relationship with somebody, when you, when, you, when you learn to love, you have to make yourself vulnerable. Because anytime there's a love relationship, there's going to be trail. Uh, one letting the other down. Of course, that never happens on God's part, He never lets us down. But He made a creation that could and did. And He knew that. And He's been dealing with that since creation. Many times a broken heart. But then, to resolve the thing, how does He make a way for us who break His heart? He becomes a man who can not only feel pain in the heart, but He puts on a body that can be crucified. That blows my mind. I'll never get over that when I learned that God did that for me and he made salvation a gift for me free to me but at great price to himself a price we can't even fathom that's his love for you and me by the way that's also his justice and righteousness sin could not just be excused A penalty had to be paid. That's justice. He's also a just God. God is love, and the Bible says God is just, too. And God is what holy and righteous. He's all of those things, and and none none of them in a diminished capacity. But He went and bare the penalty for us in Christ. This is the God who says, come to me and pray. I have all you need. And As I studied that and prayed and learned of these things, you know what? It made me want to pray more. How about you? It ought to make us want to pray more. Amen. Because our God wants us to come. And nobody loves us uh, more than he does. He knows we're needy but he loves us and he wants us to come to him often uh, and continually that we might learn to to love him and to walk with him um, in this life let's pray heavenly father i thank you for your word this morning and i thank you for this this parable and for uh for the contrast that we do see we are so limited in our abilities and desires to help one another but God you are the Lord the God of all flesh you have said is there anything too hard for me and there is not God and for that we worship you we thank you we praise you You've told us to come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And we are to be ever doing that as believers, to come boldly to your throne. And I pray that as we've considered your love, I pray that these all, even as I have been afresh in anew, would be encouraged, God, to be, have our hearts bowed before your throne with our requests, with our worries Father but first of all with our praises and with our thankfulness for you've told us enter into uh, thy gates with thanksgiving and into thy courts with praise we are we have things to be thankful for no matter who we are we have things to praise you for no matter who we are and what our circumstances are help us to count those first to thank you first and then we know that we can pour out our hearts before you in humility and reverence and also know God that you love us more than we understand and that your wisdom and your wisdom sometimes you don't give us what we ask just as in uh, the wisdom of a a wise and godly parent sometimes won't give a child what is asked for if it's not going to be for the ultimate good we understand that help us to accept that by faith guide us and teach us to pray and uh, increase our faith lord and help us to draw closer to you as we learn from your word about this uh, this fellowship of prayer that we have toward thee and for others as well father help us to be careful to thank you and praise you yes he sings in jesus name amen